Welcome to the Small Blower Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who I would surely beat in some cornhole, Brandon Siegel. How you doing? So many of here's the thing, Trevor. I just think you're insecure about some of your athletic abilities because you always gotta shout me out in these things. You know you can't beat me in cornhole. It's not like up for a discussion. Like you know you can't one v one me, bro. Now, uh, we well, we can one v one whenever you'd like. Whenever you'd like, you gotta come back up and visit. You're in a different area right now working. So you gotta come back up and visit this summer. We'll play some cornhole. Now, I will say, a man who in most sports is not good, but <laughs> who in the obscure sports tends to be the best. I mean, great at. That is Ben O'Brien. Ben is here, of course, uh, for a big episode today. But Ben, it seems like every random sport, which I guess this isn't a random sport, but tennis, you know, we got golf. I know you're, you don't think you're good, but you're pretty solid at golf. I guarantee you're just raw at cornhole. I guarantee you can just nah. kick anyone's butt. Well, the, here's the thing with cornhole is, like, I haven't played it probably in, like, four years. Probably since whatever the last, like, graduation party I went to, like, four or five years ago is probably the last time I played it. But I will say, like, the summer, like, you know, after we graduate high school and you go to a, a thousand graduation parties, I got pretty good because mm-hmm. I was playing it, you know, all day, oh, yeah. every weekend. That's I was, pl- a I was playing activity. Yeah, I was playing it, you know, for hours on the weekend. So I, oh, yeah. I got decent at it, but I promise you if we played right now, um, you wouldn't want me on your team because I don't think I'd contribute a whole lot. Yeah, Ben, if I've learned anything about you, you t- tend to be way too modest about your abilities, as, as you've shown me in multiple things. Beach volleyball, that's another one you're just great at. <laughs> Thank so you. So, I, I, you know, <laughs> you're like, at this point, is this just, uh, we're just going to talk Ben up this episode, yeah, we, I we guess. Yeah, we keep but going. You know I'm cool with that. <laughs> we got more important things to get to, because today is a very special episode. Trevor, why don't you let, let the viewers know why this is a special episode? They probably already know, but... Yeah, so if you haven't seen already, this is our 100th episode now... 100th episode on on paper on <laughs> we've had two extra bonus episodes but we're calling it our 100th episode because that's what it says when you go on apple Podcasts, you go on spotify yep. wherever you listen it says it's gonna say a hundredth episode the of the small baller podcast so yes and you should subscribe but it's it's a very special episode i mean where, where did the time go you know 100 episodes went so quick we started uh in march march 2019 so a little over two years but i mean we've pretty much done an episode every sunday um you mm-hmm. know and, and it's been i don't a lot think of we've fun. missed many no we definitely haven't we've missed not many. missed many sundays maybe one or two but it's pretty rare for us missing it's, it, it, it to me i think this is such an amazing accomplishment because not only have we built this but on top of that like i remember trevor i don't know if you remember this ah eh, you'll remember but I remember 2019, like the end of our junior year of college, I was like, I don't know how we're going to do this in the summer. Like, I just don't know how we're going to be able to do all it is is baseball. We're not baseball guys. And somehow we managed to do it through the summer. And then I remember saying, right when college was ending, I was like, I don't know how we're going to continue doing this after college. And here we are, where we're, you know, we're, we're just, you know, getting these episodes out. So it's, it's so amazing to see, you know, where we come from the start of just popping a phone up and recording to now we all have mics. We were in the studio for a little bit. Shout out, of course, to the, uh, to the studio in BG, mm-hmm. all the people there, Max, of course, helping us out, our old producer. Um, you know, we've come quite a long way. Yeah, definitely. And I, because I remember like we first started and initially, like, we were talking about, you know, because it was just always something on my mind, just like, you know, it'd be so fun to do a podcast. Like, I, I listen to a lot of sports podcasts and I love talking about sports. Like, Brandon and I, we always talk about sports and Ben whenever I go over to like your apartment or the apartment that you guys mm-hmm. did live in then. And so I, I just thought about it, and then we obviously decided to do it, and then just things went from there. I remember when we got the studio, which, by the way, just uh, to give a quick shout out to you, I you know I, I don't want I don't like blowing up your ego too much, but I always think about like how 
you know, if if you were involved, there's no way that we would have ever recorded in the studio because I would have never like taken the like the am I would have never had the ambition to go into that the what's that called the Cooling Center and and go Cooling in there Center. and like Green. Yeah, yeah and like find a person who could help us and and I remember we went in there the one day after class and we just we found Max obviously and then we got started and uh, it was it was awesome recording in there for so long and then like you said yeah we just went and got mics and I mean yeah we we obviously love doing it so much so yeah we 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 never stopped since then. And of course, we can't overshadow. We we added a member to this podcast, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. You know, it, it was just us two at the start. We added a, a whole new member to some of us, including myself. I'd say like half a member because you know he's not that special. <laughs> but uh, we added a whole new member, Ben. You know, you got added on maybe around. I mean, what episode was Ben added on more permanently? Because you were. It was. I mean, it was after. We had moved home, so it was. It was. It was March of last year. I don't know what. I mean, I guess roughly 50, 50 episodes ago, about a year ago, um, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of it's kind of funny because like I really had like I had no problem not being on it um, because I mean when you guys started like it was it was your thing and like I didn't I really didn't not that I didn't care but I was just like yeah it's your thing like you guys do it go for it I I have no problem supporting it I'll listen to it but I don't need to be on it and then you know I was a guest on it a couple of times and I was like this is kind of fun it's kind of cool. And then, yeah. you know, you, whatever, we moved home. I think Brandon just missed me. He's like, all right, you, you, like, we want you to be on it every week. Um, That's not what happened. And at that point, I was like, I mean, it was a no-brainer. I was like, why not? Like, I mean, there's no reason not to do it. I, I, there's plenty of things I can talk about. All three of us can talk about sports for as long as somebody will listen to us. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it really was a no-brainer at that point. Yeah, and, you know, while going through history, we changed logos at a point in time, and we even created a whole podcast network, which is, I mean, amazing. And we now have four podcasts on it. And- you know, obviously hoping to continue to grow and do better across all those platforms, which, by the way, if you want to subscribe to our other podcasts, I highly recommend you do so. They are all great content. Not all of them are even made by us. You know, we got Josh and Will doing amazing stuff. But it's been an amazing ride. We're not ending. I don't want anyone to think we're ending. We're, we're going to keep on going. You know, I, I like doing these podcasts. I'm pretty sure Trevor and Ben like doing them. So we're going we're gonna to keep on going. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, and also we've had so many great guests. I mean, Ben was one of our first of guests. We had Josh on, I think, in the early days. Then we Big had shout Dylan. out to the, to the man Josh. Absolutely. Which I want to point out before, before we before we go into some of the other guests, Josh has turned into such a great podcaster. He does the Twelfth Row podcast. Again, highly recommend checking it out. They are fabulous over there. They just had an amazing guest, Tom Sloan, on um, talk about some soccer. And Josh was one of our first guests, and some of our best episodes have been with Josh. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of our best ones. He's been a fabulous guest. Of course, Dylan Fry was a wonderful guest. Big shout out to Dylan, uh, uh, BG alum, playing overseas professional basketball. You're 100% right. We've had a ton of fabulous guests on the pod. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, it's just been obviously great 100 episodes, and, you know, hopefully we can have 100 more and then, you know, keep That's going after that. Well, what, 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 I think we should stop at 1,000. Stop at 1,000? Stop at 1,000. So what, that's uh, <laughs> that's like 20 years or, or, or something yeah. like that. What do you think, Ben? You think I, we make it to 1,000? What do you think? I think this. I think this should be the deal. I think by... Or 1,000th episode, I'd like to renegotiate my contract, all right? So that, that sounds <laughs> like a deal, okay? So when deal. we hit 1,000, I'd like to renegotiate my contract a little bit. I, I feel like I will deserve a little bit more, uh, more. I don't even know. <laughs> Not that I get anything from this podcast, but a little bit more appreciation, I guess, from Brandon. By the 1,000th 1, <laughs> podcast, Brandon, yeah. I no longer want you to say that some people may hate me. It's all. It's only that people like me. Is that a deal? Well, you know, it is believable because I hate you. So <laughs> I guess, yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean <laughs> there's going to be haters. I mean, it's whatever. 
Well, by then, you know, Brandon will be like a fully shaped, mature person, you know. So he'll, he'll I'm sure he'll, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll do so. that gladly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you think. As- that's a good point. That's a good point. But you know what? Why don't why don't we get a little bit into today's episode? We have a fun game plan for the end. It's got, not going to be a normal episode today, and we'll get into it. You know, we don't need to explain now. We'll get into it when we get into it, right? Yeah. You know, we don't got to explain right now. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll just get into some some uh, topics for the week. Uh, we had one really well, – we had a couple big college basketball topics. We'll get into two of them. Uh, the first one being that Roy Williams is officially called it quits. I mean – I feel like he's been the coach there forever, since 2003, to be exact. He was head coach. He started coach. When did he start coaching? I feel like he started coaching in, like, the 70s or oh, something. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I mean, he, he recruited Michael Jordan, so it was certainly before the, before 81, before that season. So, yeah, it's been it's certainly been a while. Yeah, it, it, it's been quite a while. Of course, he called it quits um, and is retiring at age 70. He's had a phenomenal career. Uh, Trevor, your initial thoughts when you heard this, because I was quite surprised. You know, I know he's like old and, you know, I know he's been doing this for so long, but I I just couldn't believe it's happening. Yeah, I I was a little surprised as well. I mean, he's like kind of part of uh, this group of coaches now who who are all kind of starting to get a little bit older. Of course, Coach K, Jim Beheim, and it seems like they're all, you know, nearing the end, right? So Roy Williams is kind of... um, I don't know if he's the first one. I mean, there have been other really good coaches who have, I think, stopped recently too, maybe. But Roy Williams, I mean, he's one of my favorite coaches for sure. Just because of his, he seems to have a great personality. Like, he would be a guy who I would love to just get to talk to for even like five minutes about basketball. I mean, we've seen like the clips of him dancing in the locker room after big wins with his teams at North Carolina. Um, obviously he has, I mean, within, uh, I think his second year coaching North Carolina, he won a national championship in 05 with that team with, uh, Raymond Felton, Sean May, they beat that really good Illinois team. And then he won in, um, uh, I think 09. Yeah. With, with Hansborough. And then he won in 2017. And then obviously before that, he had a really good career at Kansas as well. So, I mean, just when you think about like the totality of like how successful he has been at both Kansas and then especially North Carolina with the three championships. He's definitely got to be, I mean, I don't know. There's been a lot of great coaches, but I think Roy Williams has got to be at least top 10, maybe even top five. I don't know. I, I guess it'd be tough to go through and rank them all, but he's certainly up there. I, I love Roy Williams. Yeah, it, it's, he's just, he's one of those legendary coaches. Ben, your, your thoughts when you heard the news about you know, the legendary coach Roy Williams retiring. Yeah, so I mean, shout out to Roy Williams for announcing this on April Fool's Day. I don't I don't know. I I mean, I, I don't think he like planned that or anything, but I just thought that was kind of interesting. That was the first thing I thought of was like, nah, this can't be serious. Because I kind of like, kind of like you, Brandon, I just, it, it was surprising and it shouldn't be because again, he's 70 years old. He's had health issues. It's not like, you know, this is so out of the ordinary that or like, you know, so out of nowhere that he's retiring. Um, but it's just something I just I always knew was coming. It's kind of like like when Coach K like will retire. Like it's something you always know is coming, but you just never think it's going to be today, right? Like you just never thought it was going to be today was going to be the day that Roy Williams is going to stop coaching. Because again, I mean, like Trevor said, he's one of the not only one of the greatest college basketball coaches of all time, but I think just in the sport of basketball. I mean, he's one of the most influential and most well known people in the sport of basketball. I mean, when you when you coach for as long as he did at schools like Kansas and at like North Carolina. I mean, the impact that he has on just the sport of basketball in general because of, you know, the people that he was able to to help teach and to help coach and that go on to have mm-hmm. such an impact in the game of basketball. Like Trevor said, he recruited Michael Jordan, so obviously he had a part um, in, in, in the career of, of Michael Jordan. So it's just, I mean, just a legendary coach. It's sad to see him go. He's such a cool dude, like Trevor said. 
Um, obviously, you know, college basketball is going to miss him. But, again, he's 70 years old. I'm sure he still has a life he wants to live. I know he's a big golfer. I'm sure he will be doing plenty of golfing. So, um, you know, good for him. Awesome career. And, you know, you can't be upset with it. You just have to respect what he's done and, and what he still is looking to do well with the rest of his life. Yeah, and it was it was it seemed like it was kind of entering the end. It's still surprising to me at the least, but it definitely seemed, especially like in terms of performance. You know, they were out in uh, the round of sixty four this year. Last year they didn't even make the tournament. Well, nobody they probably did. wouldn't have made the tournament. They they weren't gonna make it at fourteen and nineteen unless they won. Uh, I think they were in last place in the ACC, which is pretty rare for them. Um, but you know, congrats on a great career to uh, Roy Williams. And we'll kind of keep this moving. We had some pretty big college basketball games over the weekend. Um, yesterday on Saturday. Houston versus Baylor. Baylor winning 78-59 and Gonzaga beating UCLA in a thrilling game, 93-90. Um, so, Ben, you know, I'm going to pass this one to you. Did you Were you able to catch some of the Baylor-Houston game? And uh, if so, some of your thoughts on the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I caught... I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched, I'd say, most of the first half and a little bit of the second half. But, I mean, once... I mean, Baylor was up, what, 25 at halftime, yeah. so... It just—it was very clear that they were the better team from the very beginning. And again, Houston's one of those teams, and I have a love-hate relationship with Houston because, like, you know, at one point on this podcast I said they were good, then I, I said they weren't that good, then all of a sudden they make the Final Four. Houston's a really good team. They are. They're a good team. Their offensive, their rebounding just in general is phenomenal. I mean, the amount of offensive rebounds that they're able to generate is absolutely insane. But I mean, Baylor's just better. I mean, we've known this, right? We've known that. And I get it. There's there was questions coming into this tournament about Baylor. Are they capable of really winning five, six games in a row to get to the Final Four, get to the championship, win the championship? But the Baylor we saw yesterday against Houston, I think, is the Baylor that we've seen for 90% of this year, 90% of the year, and that's the Baylor that we've expected to see when the season started and they were preseason mm-hmm. the number two team in the country, right? So it, it, it was just it was a mismatch. I mean, Baylor was just better, and you can't be upset about that. I mean, obviously it would have been nice to have a closer game, but – Baylor was just the way better team, and they they dominated. I mean, it's 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 impressive. It's impressive to see because I don't care who you are, who you're playing in the Final Four. The team you're playing in the Final Four is going to be a good team. I don't care if it's an 11 seed UCLA, if it's an 11 seed Loyola Chicago from 2018. Like they're a good team. You have to be a good team to make the Final Four. I don't care who you've played or what you've done. So the fact that Baylor could win a game like that in you know such a dominating way that they did against the Final Four team, it shows a lot about Baylor and, and good for them. They deserve it. They've been like I said probably the second best team in the country all year so it's cool to see them uh, make the championship game obviously it's going to be a great championship game 100 percent. I, I i'm super excited for this championship game i was praying that it would be baylor and gonzaga oh another thing we should mention is the uh we'll get into it after this we, we got we'll yeah. talk about the the small ballers challenge but we'll get into it in a second um but Trevor, let's hear some of your thoughts on this because you know it just kind of seemed like this was expected to me I, I i think houston's a good team but they're not in baylor's you know realm of play at all yeah, I was hoping for a good game. Uh, it wasn't very. It wasn't the greatest game though. Um, it was kind of a tale of two completely different games. Uh, the first one not being quite as good, but there were definitely some interesting things, at least from the Baylor side, because I think the good thing that came out of last night in general is that I think there's now more anticipation for tomorrow night because I think before it was kind of like, oh, well, Gonzaga's just going to steamroll everyone. They're going to win it. It's foregone conclusion. Now, after Baylor kind of destroying Houston and Gonzaga looking at least like semi-normal, like they're at least not like completely just machines, they're at least kind of normal, they almost lost to UCLA, I think it makes the game tomorrow night, the national championship, all the more intriguing. So I really love that part of it. And then also, just like, you know, watching Baylor and and some of the things they did, I mean, 
the stat yesterday, they're the best three-point shooting team in the country, I believe, at about 41%. And they made 11 out of 24 threes uh, yesterday, which is about 46%. So just incredible uh, shooting from the field. You know, you had... Uh, you know, Jared Butler, who had 17 points, shot 4 or 5. Damian Mitchell shot very well, um, had 11 assists. You have Macy Oteague. Like, they have three really solid guards. Um, and I think all of them are decent uh, pro prospects, especially Davion Mitchell. I think Davion Mitchell is either a fringe lottery guy or, like, or you know, late teens, something like that. So they have some good prospects there. And you also have some really good bench depth. I mean, you have Matthew Meyer coming off the bench with the with the mullet. He's got the, you know, some people would say the nice hair. I don't know if I would call it nice hair, but that's besides the point. Matthew Meyer is a very good basketball player. Uh, and he kind of gave him a spark off the bench. You had Adam Flagler, um, who had a, a really good game earlier in this tournament. He comes off the bench. He's really solid. You have uh, Chomwich. I can't even pronounce his name. Jonathan Chamwa Chachua, I think. Um, he's very good off the bench. And I just keep thinking, like, man, like, these guys all should be starting on, like, if they were on so many other teams, maybe outside of only Gonzaga, they would be starting um, if, if they were playing on other teams. So Baylor's just so talented. They can do so many different things. They're very good defensively. They're a really good shooting team. Uh, very athletic. And they just have so many weapons they could throw at you. You know, Houston, their shots weren't falling. Um, you know, they rely too much on the offensive rebounding. You saw, I think, the first possession of the game, they got three rebounds and finally uh, made a three on that third that third rebound. But then after that, it's just like they weren't quite getting as many offensive rebounds. And it seemed like um, a little similar to West Virginia at sometimes, where it's like their, their best... Um, their best offense is just like an offensive rebound, I, I guess, and um, that kind of hurt them because Baylor, much better shooting team. So that those were really some of my takeaways. In the end, wasn't a great game uh, at halftime. It kind of seemed like what uh, Charles Barkley said. It's like what what would you uh, tell? What would you ask your team or tell your team if you go in the locker room? And I think Chuck said something along the lines of like. Uh, what what time are we leaving tomorrow regarding uh, Houston? And I thought that was pretty funny and pretty accurate because Baylor, uh, they put on a clinic last night. Yeah, no, 100%. So let's get into our final game, the later game of the night. Gonzaga-UCLA went into overtime. This just incredibly thrilling game. Trevor, I know you're going to have a lot of thoughts on this, so break down what you saw from this game and what we expect to see Gonzaga in the next game. Yeah, so it, it's, it's, so, it's so strange because it's like... One game, I think some team might be able to challenge Gonzaga. I'm like, oh, USC, they might be able to give them a chance or give them a good shot because they have, like, Evan Mobley and Isaiah Mobley. They have, like, these these tall players who could, you know, force them to shoot outside shots because they have good uh, interior defense, but that wasn't the case. Gonzaga just easily rolled over them. And then you look at UCLA, and it's like, okay, well, UCLA, yeah, they have Juzang, they have Hawkes, but it's like how defensively, are they going to slow down Gonzaga? And it's not like they did, but I, I think just the way that UCLA played um, it, it, and plays in general, it seemed hard uh, for them to make this a game. And they did end up making it a game because they shot very well from the field. And at least in different parts, they were successful, at least slowing down the pace a little bit. Um, at least at the beginning of the game, I thought the way they were kind of walking the ball up the court... Um, they, they were playing, they were giving a lot of effort on defense and they, they just really, um, made the most of every possession. Um, and some of their guys were hitting big shots. I mean, Zhu Zhang in this game, a, another great game. He had 29 points. 
I, I'm curious as to what Juzang has averaged in the tournament. It's got to be like 24, 25 points. I mean, he's put up he's put up at least like 22, I think, every game. He's been very good. And then uh, Hawkes, who has become like maybe my favorite player of the tournament just because of like, he, he seems like he's always in t- attack mode. And it seemed like that was the case early against Gonzaga. He was driving relentlessly to the basket. He hit a couple threes. And I was just really impressed by him. But then obviously, you know, it's going back and forth at the end. And uh, the one moment where you have the big charge that drew Timmy chart that that he drew that looked like, oh man, like UCLA might win this. And I was so glad that they called that a charge because it was a charge. And I would have been a little, I would have been a little upset if it was decided on that and they called a block and then he went to the line and made the free throws and that's how it ended. I would have been a little upset with that ending. So I'm glad that we got the charge and then we saw the overtime and then obviously you still had, um, you know, Juzang who hit the big bucket off of his own offensive rebound. And then obviously we all saw the Jalen Sugg shot, which was just insane. Um, you know, just thinking about all of the great shots we've had in March Madness history, obviously the Chris Jenkins shot, which was I think like five years ago, you know, you have uh, just so many great shots. And I think this one is now definitely up there. So it was an awesome game. I mean, when that shot went in, I, I, I was yelling. It was like 1130 at night, but I was I was yelling in, in the house and it, w- it was an incredible game. Uh, but Ben, I wanted to get I wanted to get some of your thoughts on this game because I know that you were kind of rooting for Gonzaga. So t- take me through some of your emotions. Yeah, I mean, this game was wild. And I mean, coming in, Gonzaga is like a 14 point favorite. Obviously, like not obviously, but like my thought is. Gonzaga's winning by at least 10 points. I My guess was, I didn't know if they were going to cover. 14's a lot of points to cover. But I thought they'd win by at least 10 points. 10 to 15 points, somewhere around there. Because, again, they've only... I mean, they've only... I mean, their closest game they've had was West Virginia. They won by, like, 6 points or something. Or 9 points. I don't know. Less than 10 points. They've only won by less than 10 points once this year. So it just... It made sense that they would win against an 11 seed. Albeit, like I said, even though UCLA is an 11 seed, they're obviously a, a good team. Um, it just I still thought Gonzaga would win comfortably. We saw Baylor win comfortably. It just made sense that we would see Gonzaga also win comfortably. So UCLA is hanging with Gonzaga. I mean, at halftime, it's a one-point game. And that's when I think the really the first time I really thought, maybe UCLA could do this. And again, it, it was a thought, but I didn't think it was actually going to happen. Because even when Gonzaga's you know, in a one-point game at halftime, this Gonzaga team, you're still thinking they're going to go on a run to start the second half. They're still going to win by probably 10 points. Then all of a sudden you get to five minutes, three minutes, and it's still a close game. And it's crazy because every time Gonzaga would, you know, hit UCLA with a punch, UCLA, you know, fought right back. They were answering buckets with Gonzaga, and that's I mean, we just didn't see that with teams this year. Gonzaga scoring 87 points a game, and it's just no team was has been able all year to keep up with Gonzaga, and UCLA did that. And it's funny to see a Mick Cronin team do that because when Mick Cronin was at Cincinnati, they were a terrible offensive team and they were great on defense. And this UCLA team is a fantastic offensive team. Um, so it was just it was so interesting, and I mean, with about three minutes left is when you really thought this game has the potential to be just a phenomenal game, best game this year, a uh, really legendary game if the finish is right. And I mean, like you said, you get that Drew Timmy charge call, or I guess yeah, he he draws the charge, um, and there's just so many different plays that were made by both teams that it it just it ended up being such a phenomenal game. And obviously, like you said, you get that Jalen Suggs. Um, shot and it, it goes in and you know, I'm I'm at a friend's house and we're watching this we're watching this outside we got he got a TV outside on his deck we're watching this it's like 11 o'clock at night here and I'm screaming he makes that shot I'm screaming I felt and the moment I didn't feel bad but afterwards I was like all right maybe I shouldn't have been screaming that uh, 
you know, that loud at that <laughs> late at night. But I didn't think about it because for whatever reason, I just he shot that, and I was like, if anybody's going to make a shot, it's going to be Jalen Suggs. It's going to be this Gonzaga team because in the second he made it, the first thing I said was like, this is a team of destiny. Like this is their year. It just made sense that they that they would hit a shot like that to go um, to a championship game. And, yeah, I've been rooting for Gonzaga because, in my opinion, they've been the best team all year. I want to see them have the chance to play for a championship. Um, and like I said a couple weeks ago, the best-case scenario would have been Gonzaga and Baylor in the championship game. So I was pulling for Gonzaga because I so badly, as I'd say 99% of college basketball fans, want to see this Gonzaga-Baylor matchup that we were supposed to get in December. We didn't get. Now we finally got it. So, obviously, Gonzaga winning, it was, it was awesome for me. Um, this, I mean, they really, they're going to go down as one of the greatest teams in college basketball history. I think regardless of if they win or not, obviously if they win, they're going to go down um, as a truly legendary team. But I mean, this team is, this Gonzaga team is just so impressive. They have so many scores. Um, they're fun to watch. Mark Few's a guy, you can't hate Mark Few. There's plenty of coaches in college basketball you can hate. Um, Brandon doesn't like Tom Izzo, and I get that. There's plenty of reasons not to like um, some college basketball coaches, but you can't hate Mark Few. What he's done at a school like Gonzaga, I mean, their name is Gonzaga, right? Like, it's just so impressive what he's been able to do for, you know, 22 years or however long he's been there. So, yeah, obviously, I mean, I, I'm so excited. I know we're all excited for this championship game because very rarely do we get, you know, the, the first or the best team in the country versus the second best team in the country. And that's what we're getting. They've been the two best teams all year. Um, and it, it, it really is probably going to be one of the most hyped, hyped up national championship games that we've seen in a long time. 100%. It's going to be such a fabulous game, and I cannot wait to see it tomorrow night. Um, as we are recording this on Sunday. Let's wrap this this segment up right here with our March Madness tournament, the Small Ballers Challenge. Now, every year I go in and I, I think I, I can just mega brain it and I, I know I think I can get everything. Um, and I just can't. So this year I didn't go with a ton of upsets. And you know what? As the Small Ballers we are, the three of us, one of us did pretty well. Another one of us did okay. And then one of us was terrible <laughs> at, at the bracket. Right. So I, I feel like whoever is did the best out of all of us, we you know, deserves props, don't you guys think? I mean you still didn't win no. the whole group though. So I do want to give a shout out to my boy Greg. Okay? Because Greg is gonna win the group yeah. no matter yep. what. So big shout out to Greg as he's gonna finish honestly with a pretty good bracket no matter what. Uh that Gonzaga winning would definitely help. Yeah, he'll probably be propelled into like the 98th, 99th percentile, so very good bracket. But hey, I finished in the ninetieth percentile, second overall in the group. Out of 16 brackets, I feel pretty good about that. That's good. I mean, it, you know, it's impressive. I got to give you credit. I, I definitely botched my bracket uh, tremendously. My bracket was very bad, uh, to say the least. You know, I, I did too much overthinking, you know, but it is what it is. Only, I think I only had one Final Four team, and that was Gonzaga. So that, that kind of killed me. Mm-hmm. Here's the, th- see, here's the thing. That's what saved me. Is I here's have three of Brain, final Let fours. me say this real quick, okay? I hate to interrupt okay. you, but let me say this real quick. I can't give you props. No, no, I can't give you props. I'll give Greg props because he's gonna win. I'm um, good for him. I'm not gonna give you props because you had a super chalky championship game. You picked the two best teams. That's boring. That's no fun. We don't want to see that. I mean, I just said we, we do want to see that, but for a bracket, that's no fun. So I can't give you props because you you uh you picked the two best teams to be in the championship game. That's lame. That's boring. I, I don't support hey, I that. I did. I did predict three of the final four teams, though. You can't give me props for that. Did you have Houston in your final four? Yeah, I did. All right, yeah. I'll give you props for that. I had him in yeah. my in my other bracket. I had him in my final four, but after a couple games in the tournament, I did not did not think they'd make the final four. So I'll give you props for seeing that one out. I also want to point out we have four people in this bracket that finished lower than my buddy Aaron. Aaron flipped the coin for every pick. So uh, Johnny, if you're listening to this, Ben's, Ben's buddy Johnny, uh, not a good look. No, I appreciate the team that you picked to win. Not a good look though. 
my, my boy Chris, <laughs> not a good look. And I do not know the person that is under Jayden. there. However, not a good look at all. Is that Jaden? Yeah. yeah, not a good look. Not no. a good look. You, you lost to a guy who flipped a team, and his team was Missouri. Yeah, at least I beat, at least I beat him. Barely. Not... Yeah, you barely, Trevor. You you got a hundred more points than him. Yeah, <laughs> it happened. It was all in first round matchups too. So, uh, but yeah, congrats to Greg. You won the small ballers tournament. Big shout out to you. Um, he's the man. Uh, so, I think that's kind of where we'll end small talk for today. So, we're gonna get into a very interesting segment to celebrate our hundredth episode. We have done small talk trivia for quite a while. I don't, do you, Trevor. When did we start small talk trivia? I mean, pretty much at the beginning. I mean, it it, it was definitely yeah, one of the while. first episodes. Um, and right now our scoreboard is forty three to to thirty six. Is that correct? Yes. I am up by a little bit, uh, seven to be exact. And uh, what we are gonna do is, um, you know, uh, Ben O'Brien over here has put together. 25 questions across five different categories. We have um, ESPN basketball recruiting five-stars trivia. Uh, we have Super Bowl most valuable players. We have NBA scoring title uh, winners, Heisman Trophy winners, and then a miscellaneous category. So, Trevor, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand this off to you because I want you to explain the point system and how everything's going to work, okay? Yeah, so... And like how how we determine a winner, you know? Right. So this is basically the finale. You know, we're, we're probably going to start over. We're probably going to, after this, reset the count, go back to 0-0, zero, zero, and, and probably add Ben. I mean, Ben, I think Ben should join yeah, Trivia. Let's do it. He's probably going to beat both of us, to be honest. But at least then, if Ben wins, I can't, I don't have to necessarily say that, oh, Brandon beat me. Well, he could still be second, I guess. But nevertheless. If you're not if, first or last. I mean, Yeah, can't. if you're not first or last. So mm-hmm. Ben beating me isn't as bad as Brandon beating me. Um, but as far as this uh, this game goes, Ben has picked out 25 questions amongst five categories, the ones that Brandon just mentioned. And essentially, they're all, you know, relatively, I mean, some will be more difficult to others depending on your perception, I guess. But they're all going to be worth the same amount of points except for, I believe, the miscellaneous category, as we said. Yes. Which we're going to make two points each. So the miscellaneous, yeah. they're a little bit more difficult. Maybe sports that Brandon and I don't have as much knowledge on. Those are going to be worth two points. And then the other categories all worth one point. And also, once we start, um, basically, we'll get the pick category. So say if I start first, I'll get to pick a category. If I miss the question, Brandon will have one opportunity to then get the question right for the same amount of points. So we mm-hmm. each get one guess, and then it, it yep. alternates. So I will I will pick the category first, and then Brandon will pick the, the second category, and so on. And we'll go through all 25 questions. Might might take a little bit of time, and we'll see who the eventual winner is. Obviously, Brandon, he's up seven, yeah. but you know there there's a chance and, that if I completely mm-hmm. get like every question right and Brandon misses a bunch, that I could win, <laughs> and that's what I'm hoping for. I don't know if you said this, Trevor. We are going to fifty, so technically I only need seven questions to win, but we are gonna do all twenty five. We're gonna have fun with it. It'll be fun. So on the tweet, when we tweet this episode out, I want to hear how many you guys got right at home. You know, if you guys get all 25, these are not going to be super-duper easy, but they won't be super-duper difficult. You know, we're not going to ask, you know, who was the Heisman Trophy winner in 1692. You know, obviously, there's no Heisman Trophy then. But you guys get my point. So why don't, why don't we start this off, Trevor? You're, you're losing, so why don't you pick your, your category? Pick everything first. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to start off straight away. I, I think... In my opinion, there is one category that I would say is slightly easier than the rest, and I think that's the NBA scoring champions. So I'm just going to start okay. off a little easier, 
it would be it would be funny if I got this wrong, but I'm gonna say NBA scoring champs. That is the category that I am gonna start with, Ben. So whatever question okay. you want to give me from that category, that's what I'm gonna start with. Yes. Okay. So I'm asking you who won the scoring championship in this year I'm about to give you. Okay. Are you ready, Trevor? Here's your first question. Yes. Who was the NBA scoring champ in the year 2004? 2004. Who was the NBA scoring champion? Okay. So the NBA scoring champion in 2004. So. You know, you just think about, um, obviously, well, the, the mo- people that would score the most in 2004. So you got uh, Allen Iverson, definitely a good candidate, scored a lot of points, um, won at least a few scoring champions. I know that Allen Iverson won it a few times. Kobe certainly could be up there, although in 2004, that was the, that was the last year with Shaq. So if Shaq's still on the Lakers in 2004, that makes it less likely that Kobe's going to be able to win it. It's still possible, but it's less likely. So you have Allen Iverson. You do have Kobe. Uh, Shaq, wouldn't, uh, nah, he would not have won it in 2004. Um, you have you have like Tracy McGrady, who's a, who's a candidate. And then I, I think that's honestly uh, the extent of it. I mean, I'm, I don't know if there are a ton of other candidates, but I'm going to lock in my answer. Um, I think that Allen Iverson won the scoring champion in 2004. That's my final answer. Okay. So how are we going to do this? Brandon, are you going to get a chance? Am I going to tell him if he's right or wrong? And then if he's wrong, are you going to get a chance to steal it? Is that what we're doing If here? it's If it's wrong, Brandon – so you yeah. just say okay. – If it's yes, wrong, just say you. it's wrong, then Brandon gets a chance. If it's if it's right, then we move on. Brandon goes to hit with his question. Okay. So you said Allen Iverson, the 2004 scoring champion. That is incorrect, Trevor. He was not the scoring champion in 2004. Well, that's a bad start. <laughs> but uh, you really said what well, is going to look bad if I um, so I have absolutely no clue the, the historical stuff's going to get me it's going to be bad however I'm just going to go with Trevor said is it T-Mac <laughs> so I'm just using Trevor's imagine I get it right yeah, this, is, this, is, this, is this is why I should not go through my thought process now <laughs> I should not do that anymore <laughs> okay so Brandon's is, is answer T-Mac? is T-Mac Tracy McGrady for the 2004 scoring champion that is correct well, <laughs> Trevor is wrong. Brandon is Brandon has stolen the very first trivia right, question. Guys. 2004 scoring champion was Tracy McGrady from oh, the Orlando Magic. Oh, gotta regroup here. Rough start for you, Trevor. Thanks to the drawing okay. board. So that's like a ben, pick six on my, the first drive to kind of start for you. That's rough. My personal easiest category is 100% gonna be the the basketball recruiting five stars. Um, so Ben, can you can you give the the viewers at home an example of how it's gonna go? Yes, if you don't mind. I will. So, for instance, I'm, I'm the answer or the the question I'm giving you is from the 2011, uh, class. Okay. So, for example, if I look at, let me just go to number, um, 15. So I'd say you know the 15th overall recruit in the 2011 class, um, is a point guard from Sacramento, California. He went to Quality Education Academy and he played at the University of Arizona. Who is that? So I give you all the information, basically except for the name. Of the player, and uh, Brandon or Trevor has to guess who that player is. Yes, so it's we're only doing five stars, and uh, that, that so then we'd have to guess. I have no clue who that is Ben, so you can give the answer for for everyone. Oh, it was like no I was, jo- Josiah Turner. Never heard of him played it. Okay, it was just a random know. person. Yeah, okay, no idea. okay. I was about to say I thought you knew who it was. No, okay, no so give give your actual question. Okay, now. so first one from the 2011 class. He is the number three overall recruit in the 2011 class. He's from Winter Park, Florida. He played at Winter Park High School, and he played at Duke University. Who is that, Brandon? 2011. Yes. You went to Duke. Yep. Um, oh, God, I'm trying to think of 
2012 team off the top of my head. Hmm. This this was this was harder than I thought it would be. Um. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, go back a while. That's 10 years ago. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. I, I can't remember, and nothing like directly comes to my to my head in terms of who I think it is. Ah, shoot. I don't want to like throw out names and then have give Trevor a better chance, but I don't know. I might have to just pass. I, I literally don't have an answer. I thought I'd be able to get this. I, I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass, strategically pass to Trevor. I don't want to give him any clues. That's actually so not, a, not a bad strategy. Okay, so Brandon got it wrong. Trevor, who is your guess for the number three overall recruit in the 2011 class? All right, I definitely should have passed on my last question. Definitely regret, but that's all right. We're going to make it up, and it's going to start right here. The answer is Austin Rivers. Yes, Trevor, that is correct. Oh. Austin Rivers, uh, son of the probably a NBA coach of the year at this point. So, yes, Austin Might Rivers be. is correct. All right. All right. So now it is back to my question. Um, I'm going to uh, – let's see. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a miscellaneous one. You know, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna go for the two points. That's what I'm gonna go. With. Okay. Okay. I said it. Okay. And I whoever went to miscellaneous first, I feel like this is probably the easiest of the miscellaneous questions. I wanted to give whoever Ooh. was was uh, points, bold Trevor. enough to go for miscellaneous to give you not a super difficult question. Here is your question, Trevor. Who was the 2019 Heisman Trophy winner, runner up? So not the winner. Who was the runner-up to the winner? So Joe Burrow won the 2019 Heisman Trophy, Trevor. Who came in second place in that ceremony? Oh, oh no. I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, okay. 2019 runner-up. Oh, my. Okay. To so Joe Burrow. So I got to think about this. All right. So LSU, they won the championship this year. They're very good, obviously, with Joe Burrow. See, I, I feel like if I get I feel like if I get it wrong, I'm giving Brandon two free points because I feel like he knows this. I feel like he definitely knows then this. Get so it I, right, dude. I have to get it right. I have to get it right. Um, there's there's a certain player that's in my mind, and I think it's him. Um, but I'm not fully sure. That's why I'm a little nervous. Um, ah, could it be anyone else other than this guy? Joe Burrow's first. Who was second in Heisman voting 2019? Okay. I don't know. Let's give a guess, though. Um, Let's see what uh, This might be wrong. I have a guess. I'm going to say... I, I think Brandon's going to get it if I miss it here. I'm going to say it was Tua Tagovailoa. Final answer, Tua Tagovailoa is incorrect. Oh, that my. is not correct. Jeez. Brandon, your chance to steal. Who do you think is the runner-up of the 2019 Heisman Trophy ceremony? I guess is Justin Fields. Justin Fields is incorrect. Oh. Justin Fields oh, was third. Okay. The correct answer is was it Hurts? Yes, quarterback from oh. Oklahoma. Justin oh. Jalen Hurts was the correct answer. That that was the other guy I was okay. thinking of. Dang, it's all right. Brandon didn't get the two. It's it's okay. Yes, good defense by you, Trevor. That would have been that would have been rough. That would have been rough. Yeah. All right, Ben. Um, I'm going to go to. I'm sticking with ESPN recruiting. I want to get all of these questions. Okay. I think I can get them. So, all right, I'll stick with it. Okay, Brandon. Again, though, you got to go back some years, okay? The year is 2013, okay. Okay? okay? So, 2013, the number 16 overall recruit in the class of 2013. They are from Little Rock, Arkansas. They went to Hall High School, okay? And they eventually played at Arkansas, all right? Razorbacks. 
who is mm-hmm. that recruit? Is is this player a a, a forward? They are a power forward. That? Sorry, yes, I didn't give you the, the I uh, believe position. They are it is Bobby Portis. Is that your final answer? Uh, yeah, I'm locking that in. Yes. The correct answer is Bobby Portis, 2013 number 16 overall, went to the uh, Arkansas, went to the Razorbacks. So that is correct, Brandon. Good job. Yes, sir. I'll take my point. All right. I was hoping you would get that wrong, but you, you knew it. All right. Um, Did you know that yeah, one? Yeah, I knew that one. I thought so. All right. Um, uh, I'm going to go I'll, – I'll switch it up. I'll go to Super Bowl MVPs for the next one. Okay, we like that. We okay, like that. Okay, Trevor. Super Bowl MVPs. Okay. Your first one is Super Bowl 34. All right. The year is 2000. Who was the Super Bowl MVP of Super Bowl 34 in the year 2000? Oh, Super Bowl 34. Okay, so it's in the year 2000. The yes, year. the game was played in 1999 season. The game was played in February of 2000. I would assume February of 2000. Okay, so 2000, Super Bowl 34. The game's in the year 2000. I'm just making I, – I think I know the answer. I just got to – I just gotta like you know go two years up, okay? So two thousand, okay. So Tom Brady mm-hmm. was thirty six. Trevor, just to add so, some more pressure on you, I'm fairly confident I know the answer. I I think I know why you know the answer. It's because the answer is Ray Lewis. Ooh. Or is it? Or is it might not answer? be. I don't know. That's my answer. <laughs> I might be wrong. All right. So Trevor's final well, answer. That's not the correct answer. Ray Lewis. Oh, that they is won incorrect. Two thousand one. Oh, what's correct? No, Ray Lewis is not yeah, correct. Let's that say, is incorrect. Like pl- okay, well. So the Ravens won in 2001. The team that won before that, I believe, was quarterbacked by Kurt Warner, and I believe he won the Super Bowl MVP. Yes, Brandon, that is correct. Kurt Warner Ooh. of the St. Louis Rams Super Bowl MVP in the year 2000. <laughs> Jeez. All right. That's rough. Rough turn. Yeah. All right. I, I won't be boring. I'm going to go to Heisman Trophy winners. Um. First question, Heisman okay. Trophy winners. All right, Brandon. I'm glad you picked this one because you got a tough one. First, oh, The great. first question I have for Heisman Trophy winners is a tough one. The year, Brandon, is 1984. Oh, God. Do you want the college? Oh, wait. Should I give you the college? Are we doing that or no? Um, We should. We should do the college. Wait. No, 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 no. Let's not do the college. No. Okay. All right. No, no college. 1984. Brandon, who was the Heisman the Trophy winner in 1984? Because here's the thing. I think if, if I knew the college, I think that's a giveaway. Would it be a giveaway, Ben? Yes, I think it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no college, no college. I have, I mean, I, I have no clue. If I, I guess, I don't know. Herschel Walker? I don't know. That's my guess. <laughs> the answer is not Herschel Walker. Trevor, you have a chance to steal. Who do you think is the 1984 Heisman Trophy winner? <sighs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Um, let's see here. 1984 Heisman Trophy winner. Okay, so what team? I, I can throw up my thought process now. Brandon, Brandon doesn't get a guess. Um, yeah, what what team could it be? 1984. Put, um, let's put like a, a yeah, thirty second cap yeah, on your thought I gotcha. process. Who, who would have been? <laughs> you don't want a, a, a patent like you know three hour thought process. <laughs> no, no, no three hour thought process. Thirty seconds. Yeah, this is a complete shot in the dark. I have no idea. Um, 1984. Man, who's like a one. name that could have been? A 1984 Heisman Trophy. Oh my! Yeah, I have. I have no idea. Um. All right, time to shoot. Um. I, shot. I, I need like a uh, a name of who could even be a possible answer here. Um. <laughs> yes, Trevor, we do need a name. <laughs> <laughs> I am literally asking for a name. 
Um, I, I don't know. D- Trevor Dan- needs like a multiple choice question. Dan-, Dan Marino, that's not right, but whatever. Yeah. Right, wait, wait, Ben, can you give the college if that's not correct? Yes. Dan, Dan Marino is incorrect. Uh, this person attended Boston College University. Oh, uh, Doug Flutie. Uh, yep. okay. The correct answer is Doug Flutie. That's why I didn't want to give it to you because I felt like once yeah, I said yeah, Boston no college, college, that no helps. College. All right, so yeah, you guys yeah. both got that incorrect. The answer was Doug All Flutie. All right, Trevor. Trevor's turn. All right, we're going back to the miscellaneous. Oh, All he right, needs Trevor. those two pointers. Okay. Trevor, are you keeping track of the score? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, I was like, I don't know this I score. Am. All right, Trevor. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Second miscellaneous question I have for you. It's an NBA question, and the answer, or not the answer, the question is, who was the youngest player to reach 10,000 career points in this century? So in the 2000s, who was the youngest player to reach 10,000 career points? Okay, so the the first, wait, the first, the first player just in general in the 2000s to reach 10,000 points? Who was the, like, the youngest? So who, youngest, who did yeah, it youngest the fastest age. in their career? Oh, oh, it is the fastest in their well, career. Well, it's the youngest, so I guess it's by age. I guess it, I wouldn't necessarily say fastest okay. in their career. So the, by age, who got to 10,000 points first? The fastest. Yes. They, they they have to be the youngest in age. That's what you're saying, okay? I, yes. I just want to clear. That's okay. what the question's asking. Yes, youngest player. All right, I, I don't – to 10,000. I don't want to overcomplicate this. Um, yeah, no, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, this doesn't seem complicated, but – the answer's the answer's uh, LeBron James. Okay, Trevor, that is incorrect. Well, okay then. The answer is not LeBron my, James. My, my only other guess, but I, I wonder if he hit ten thousand in the decade would be Kobe Bryant. I would say Kobe Bryant. That is correct. The answer. Oh, is, let's go. Is Kobe Bryant? Because I was asking just this uh, century, so just two thousand to two thousand twenty-one. All right, so the yeah. answer was Kobe Bryant. Yeah, it's a it's a big it's a big L. Okay, I'm going back to recruiting. I love me some recruiting. Okay, Brandon. We're going back to the recruiting. So that's the year is now 2015. Okay? The year okay, is 2015. Okay, okay. I like this year. This person is the number 16 overall recruit in the class of 2015. They are a point guard from Lincolnshire, Illinois. They attended all, I don't know how to pronounce that, Aldley E. Stevenson High School. Okay? And they went to Villanova. Who is this recruit? 2015 class. Yes. Uh, say, say it again. 2015, number 16 overall point guard from Lincolnshire, Illinois. They went to Villanova. Um, is it? Ooh. Is it Brunson? Yeah, yeah Brunson. Is that your final answer? You you asked like a question. Like this isn't Jeopardy. Just tell me if, your answer. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is Jalen Brunson? <laughs> or who is Jalen Brunson? <laughs> yes, Jalen Brunson is correct, Brandon. Oh correct. man! All right, my confidence level was like a seventy percent there, so I'm happy I got that. Ben or Trevor, you knew that one. Um, I knew it was be- Brunson would have been my guess, but I if it wasn't Brunson, it would have been Josh Hart. But I thought it was Brunson as well. But Josh Hart was a little bit younger. Yeah, That's yeah, I, I think so Brunson. too. Well, this is uh, becoming a blowout fast, but you know, <laughs> this is like the Baylor Houston game. All right, <laughs> all right. So wait, is it my my uh, question now? Yeah, yeah you're yeah, up, Trevor. Your all right, uh, we'll we'll go back with recruiting rankings. Do we oh, have what, one on. more? Okay, my questions. Okay, I'm glad you got this because I feel like Brandon probably would have got this one right. So I'm glad that you're getting this one, Trevor, because I'm Team Trevor, right. as we all know. I'm Team Trevor. Okay, no. Trevor. The year is 2016. The year we all graduated high school. This person is our age. They are okay. the number eight overall recruit in the class of 2016. They are a small forward from Flint, Michigan. 
They played at no, Huntington Prep, it. and they went to Michigan State University, the greatest yeah, program in the state of Michigan. Yes, sir. A terrible Denver. program, and I hate this player. Uh, this is a very good dunker, a uh, very good player as well, Miles uh, Miles Bridges. He got it. Yes, that is correct, Trevor. Good job. Point, Trevor. Uh, Miles Bridges was was correct. Played for um, the best coach in Michigan, yep. not Jawan Howard, Tom Izzo. He's not even the best coach in East Lansing. Whatever the high school coach is, is better than him. <laughs> All right. Do we have any more recruiting questions? Yeah, one more. Oh, I'll take it. Okay. I'm glad you did it, Brandon, because this is probably the hardest one of all of them. Oh, great. Okay. The year is 2020, all right? So this person just finished, or maybe they're still playing, who knows, their freshman year of college, okay? They are the number 18 overall recruit in the class of 2020. They are a point guard from St. Louis, Missouri. They played at Christian Brothers College High School, all right? And they just, or they are currently playing, or just finished, I don't know, uh, their season at North Carolina, University. Oh, God. Okay. So they just finished a couple weeks ago, their first year at North Carolina. I'll say it again. Point guard, St. Louis, Missouri. They played at North Carolina. Who is that? I have, I have no clue. This is where my recruiting knowledge goes goes astray, is the, some of the newer guys. I, I'm i unsure I'm going to have to pass this one. I, I don't want to give any more thoughts. I want Trevor to have the least amount of time possible to think. I'm hoping he doesn't get it. All right, so your answer of not sure is incorrect. Trevor, you have a chance to steal. Who do you think that recruit is? <laughs> Okay, so you said number 18, Christian 18, Brothers, yep. point guard, North mm-hmm. Carolina. Yep. Um, I think it's Caleb Love. Oh, that's right. Is that your final answer, Trevor? Right. You again? You, you you think? I need you to I need e- you to know. Is that your final answer? Yes, final answer. Yes, Trevor, that is correct. Caleb Love. All right. Is the correct answer. All right, we're out of recruiting questions. Yep, all gone with the recruiting all questions. Out. You guys, overall, I mean, whether it was a steal or just straight up, you guys got all five of those right, so good job. Yeah. All, all right. Go. All right, so now Probably it is doing. my question. Um, I'm, I'm, I, currently, as it stands, just for the listeners, it's 49 to 39. So Brandon has actually built oh, no. his lead, um, which Brandon. is not good. Um, I think my chances are slimming down, but, you know, still, still a very slim chance. Uh, we're going to go... Back to NBA scoring champ. Okay, Trevor. NBA scoring champion. The year is 2008. Who won the scoring championship in the year 2008, Trevor? I know this one. Okay, 2008. Um, It's between four players. I'm not going to say there's four players, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) I I know what four players it is. Um, I mean, you could say it. I know the answer anyway. But uh, the answer... I believe is Kobe Bryant. That that's final just answer? my final answer. Trevor, that is incorrect. Kobe oh Bryant my. is not the correct answer. Brandon, you have a chance to steal. Who won the scoring championship in two thousand eight? The greatest player of all time did Ben LeBron James. That is correct. The greatest basketball player of all time, LeBron James, was the scoring yes, champion sir. in 2008. And just to clarify, I didn't, but this is basically because the season, I guess, was 2007, 2008. I just did the year that they were crowned it, so this would have been, you know, after the 2008 season. Yeah. Um, so yes, the correct answer was LeBron James. All right. Got I gotta know the LeBron questions. I, I mean, I have to. So uh, we'll go. <laughs> I just think we'll it's funny because to... hold on, Brandon, because Trevor guessed. LeBron for an answer that was Kobe, and he just guessed Kobe for an answer that was LeBron. So, uh, Trevor, you're lucky. close, but you're just not. You're just not where it needs to be. Yeah, I will go back to Heisman winners. Okay, Brandon. Heisman winners for my question. Heisman winners. The year is 2001. Who was the Heisman Trophy winner in the year 2001? 2001. 
Ben, what are these questions? I, I have no clue. I told bro, when I was making these, I told you guys like anything in the last ten years, I just felt like it was too easy. So I had to go back. I had to go back some years for these ones. Uh, I want to give a guess because like I just have no idea. I don't know. I have no clue. This is a shout out. I understand he won in '97, but this is a shout out, Charles Woodson. That is incorrect, <laughs> and I promised you that I was never gonna do. Charles Wilson. So that is incorrect. Trevor, do you have a guess on who won the Heisman Trophy? All right. Two thousand one. So, I mean, no shot. You know this, right? No shot. Um. So two thousand one. I'm between two guys. I'm just like, what? Which year? Who are your two which guys? Which year was which? Who are the two guys? It's either it's either Carson Palmer or Jason White. It's one of those guys. Okay. Um. Because I think they were back to back, and I think two thousand one was Carson Palmer. That's that's my answer. Trevor, that is incorrect. Oh, my. Carson Palmer was the Who year 2002. 2001, oh. they were from Nebraska quarterback Eric Crouch, who I believe I think oh, the Browns no, drafted. I, I think the Browns drafted <laughs> Eric, Eric Crouch. Crouch. That's why I picked that because, you know, it was, it was one of the busts that the Browns drafted. I thought it was interesting. No shot. No shot yeah, there. That so, uh, was incorrect. You guys are 0 for 2 on Heisman Trophy winners. All right. Well, that sucks. Um, um, I'm going to go back to scoring champs again. Okay, Trevor, back to scoring champs. You're over two on scoring champs, but we will go back. <laughs> in theory, I think okay, I'm Trevor. good at these. The year is 2015. Who won the scoring championship in 2015? I know this one too, so good luck, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 2015. All right, so it. Um, I, I can't say names. Can't do that. Um, <laughs> 2015 there was a certain i know the answer there was a so you can say names if you want there was a certain person that was robbed of the mvp in 2015 not sure if it was him or not um let's see because the answer is not steph curry i could say that you know that it's not steph curry um but he won mvp he shouldn't have um but the answer oh man i'm between two guys here i know it's one of these two who is it name your guys i know the answer i i already have i can write it down i know the answer uh 2015 um 2015 i'm gonna say that it was lebron james trevor final answer lebron james is that your final answer that is incorrect <laughs> lebron james did not win it's, it's the scoring it's, champion yeah it's, it's I, I, I believe it's 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 a man here's the reason i know it's james it's harden a sneaker isn't it? No, it's not hard, and I don't believe. I believe it's Westbrook. I believe. Yeah, that's correct. I had oh. to throw a, West, a Westbrook one in there because Brandon always talks about how he's extremely overrated. So I had to throw a Westbrook one in there. Well, Trevor, you are over three on your best category. Well, that's you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you guessed LeBron. I'm, I I can't believe that. All right, I'm gonna go to Super Bowl MVPs. All right, back to Super Bowl MVPs. Yes, Brandon. Super Bowl 43. Game was played in 2009. Who was the Super Bowl MVP of Super Bowl 43? Ben, I'm so happy you asked me this one because it's one of the only ones I know by heart because it is my least favorite Super Bowl of all time. I believe the Steelers won that Super Bowl. Would that be correct? You can't give him that. Yes. I can't give him that. Oh, he said yes. But, I mean, (laughs) sadly, it's it's the dude who, who, if only his foot was slightly bigger, Santonio Holmes. Final answer, Santonio Holmes, Brandon, is correct. And I reason I, I had to do this one because I still to this day don't believe that his foot was down. I don't believe it. I don't think his I don't foot believe was it. Down. I think you only had one foot in that other foot. I just, for whatever reason, I want to point out, I, I know I'm biased about it. Oh, I, like, I, I understand I'm biased. Yeah. But yeah. Nope, I refuse to believe that that foot was down. 
But yes, no, Centennial Holmes was correct. Wasn't down. All right. All right. So back to my question, I believe. Okay. Yes, Trevor, mm-hmm. it's back to you. All right. Um, well, we're out of recruiting rankings, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go with Super Bowl MVPs. Okay, Trevor, back to Super Bowl MVPs. Your Super Bowl is Super Bowl 39. Game oh, was played in you. 2005. Who was the MVP of Super Bowl why 39? Why would you get this why was is a this, gift. Why is this one on there? This was a gift. Yeah, why was this, this one was on there? This a gift ben? from the gods. It was the next one I had on there. I had to throw it on. Ben, Come on, Brandon. Ben, Come how on. could you give? It's it's his favorite Come on. team. I'm down you know 13 I had to throw points. It, on there. it doesn't matter. <laughs> Come on. Uh, it was my it's my favorite quarterback. You had you had to throw one in there. Come on. Uh, it's 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 not. Wait, two, 39. Super Bowl 39. Yeah, Super Bowl 39. 2005. The answer is Dion Branch. That is correct, Trevor. Answer is Dion Branch, led by the greatest <sighs> quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. Good job, Trevor. I'm glad you got that one. <laughs> yeah. It's a gift. Okay, I will go to Heisman Trophy winners. I just want the challenge at this point. I know I have one. Okay. Take the W. Brandon, the year is 1995. <laughs> who won the Heisman ben, Trophy in what? 1995? Three years before you were born, who won the Heisman Trophy <laughs> that year? <laughs> I don't know, Ben, who won the Heisman Trophy in 1995. <laughs> well, I'm asking you, bro. You got to tell me. Can the I answer. get, for half a point, can I get a clue? No. Yeah, I didn't ask you. I'm asking the. Well, uh, Brent already won, so I'll give you the conference. This person played in the Big Ten conference. I don't think it's going to help you. That's why I told you. <laughs> okay. All right, just to shout him out again, Charles Woodson, 1997 winner. It's my guess. <laughs> I don't know. Charles Woodson no is incorrect. 1995 was Eddie George from the Ohio State University. I had to throw I mean, that one on there because we've been to his restaurant. We've been to his. Oh wait, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> Did you know it, Trevor? Um, I, I, I think I need a new question. Just All right, I, I can give you another year, Trevor. I got it pulled up right here. You want me to give you, I'll give you another year. Yeah. Is that fair? Don't, don't say 1997. Hey, <laughs> okay. Trevor, the year is 1998. Who won the Heisman <laughs> Trophy in 1998? I actually know this one. I know this 19, one. Can I steal 1998. this? I, no, Bren, you can't steal it. And Trevor, I asked you this because I, th- I thought maybe you'd have a chance on this one. Okay. Wait, can I steal it for half a point? No, you already won. Your points are irrelevant. Okay, so... I was like confusing the years when you so you said 1995. It's it's Eddie George. It was I was Eddie thinking George, yes. of Danny Warfel, but Danny Warfel's 96. So 98 and and Charles Woodson obviously is not 98 either. 98. Um. Wait, it wasn't two Michigan guys. No, it wasn't another Michigan guy, was it? I don't think so. I wish. Two 1998. I'm surprised you don't know this one. Can I get? Can I give him? I have a clue for wait, him. Wait, pa- wait, did wait did Peyton? Brandon, I, Peyton I know the clue you're gonna give him, and I think that would probably he'd get it right. I, I was gonna be a little vague about it. Yeah, I knew you would. Wait, why do I think it's this guy? But I don't know if it's actually that guy played for Michigan. Well, who do you? Who do you think? Who do you think? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss it either way. I feel like. Um... I want to say Desmond Howard, but it's not him. And it's not Peyton Manning either, I don't think. Um, yeah, I, I don't know the answer. I'll say Desmond Howard, but that's wrong. That is- Desmond Howard is almost 30 at this point in time. Yeah, no, Trevor, that's incorrect. I thought maybe you had a chance at this one. It's Ricky Williams from I, Texas. Trevor, Trevor, I'll give you a clue. Uh, yeah, I I'll give you a clue. He, he played on Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah, I would have not gotten Ricky Williams, tell you that. <laughs> All right, Ben, Heisman Trophy winners. 
Oh wait, no, it's not my question. It's, <laughs> I was gonna say it's, it's, Trevor's, it's Trevor's turn. I messed up. I messed up. That was that <laughs> was confusing, right. but it's, it's back to Trevor. How many scoring? Trevor's how many turn. scoring champs do we have? Yeah, left? wait. How many more? How many more questions do we have? So we have two scoring champs questions left. We have two Super Bowl MVP questions left. We have two Heisman Trophy winners left, and we have three miscellaneous questions left. Oh geez, we have a lot. All right, let's let's, let's we're gonna cap cap some of these th- time for the All questions. All right, scoring champ. All right, Trevor, scoring champion. <laughs> the year is 1972. It was the scoring what? champion in 1972, Trevor. Okay. 1972. Well, there was a very... Oh, wait, I can't talk. I need to... Um, 1972. Hmm. I think... I'm, I'm just going to go with my gut. It totally might not be him. Totally might not be it probably isn't, as a matter of fact, but that's really the only good guess I have, so I can't not say him. I'm going to say it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but it's probably wrong. Trevor. That's what I would have guessed. You're probably right. The answer is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar oh, okay, cool. for the Milwaukee Bucks, 1972 NBA scoring champion. All right, miscellaneous, hit it. All right, Brandon. We're back to miscellaneous. Okay, your question is what city hosted the first ever MLB night game? Where was the first ever oh, MLB ben. night game played in? What city? <laughs> I mean, I, I have one guess. I'll say New York. Is that your final answer? Sure. That, that is incorrect. The first MLB night game was not played in New York. Wait, 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 wait. He can, he can answer. I, he I, can I, answer. I didn't say the answer. I just said okay. you were wrong. Wait, the Never. first MLB night game, like, ever? Yes, the first ever professional oh, baseball game played at night. I have a much night. better guess. Who hosted the first ever? What city was this played in? Yep. MLB night game. Mm-hmm. And he guessed New York. Okay. Um... I feel like they they would play that first MLB night game in like a notable city, which obviously is what Brandon was thinking. That's why he put he said New York. Um, I'm gonna say. Uh, I have a better guess if he doesn't get this, which obviously for not for points, but. Um, I'm. Um, between two cities now, I'm just going to say that it was Boston. Trevor, Boston is incorrect. Okay. Wait, can I guess? Like, let me get. This is for point. Is it Cincinnati? Yes, the correct answer is yeah, the greatest I, city of I, all time. I, I should have. I should have just known you better. Cincinnati, Ohio, Crosley Field, ho- home of the first ever professional baseball night game. And Trevor, the second you oh, said it's probably so in a annoying. notable city, I already went ahead and marked that as wrong because I knew you wouldn't guess Cincinnati when you said. I, notable I literally city. in my head right after yeah. I answered, I was like, "Oh my god, it's Cincinnati!" Because this dude just wants to shout out. Cincinnati. Of course, dude, the greatest city of all time, yeah, home of the first known. ever MLB night game. The greatest city in Cincinnati, much less I don't know about everywhere else, but. All right, Trevor, go ahead. All right, uh, we'll go back to Super Bowl MVPs. Okay, Trevor. Super Bowl MVPs. <laughs> These are tough, man. All right, Super Bowl Twenty One. the year is 1987. Who was the Super what? Bowl MVP <laughs> of Super Bowl Twenty One in 1987? Super Bowl Trevor, 21 in 1987. <laughs> okay, 1987. <laughs> Wait, we're not. We haven't been doing teams, right? We're not. Yeah, we're not. No, doing no. <laughs> All right, so I can increase my odds if I pick someone that played for the Steelers, Niners, or Cowboys here. Well, not actually not Cowboys. I don't think Cowboys won in the eighties. Maybe I know the Steelers did. And I know the Forty ers did, um, and I know the Bears did. But it wasn't nineteen eighty seven. It was nineteen eighty five, I believe. Uh, so nineteen eighty seven. I could just go with the Steelers player. Um. No, that was. I feel like that was. Those were his seventies. Most of them. There might have been one or two in the eighties, but I think. 
like Terry Bradshaw, it would have been in the 70s. Um, 1987. I already have my guess lined up, but it's it's probably not correct. I'm going to say 87. And, you know, the way you asked it, it makes me think it's really difficult, but I don't really have any like difficult possible guesses, so I'm just going to say it's Joe Montana, and it's probably wrong. Uh, that's, that, that's what I was going to guess. Joe Montana is incorrect. Brandon. Oh, God. You got to guess. I got to guess? I don't know. Uh, I'll say Terry Bradshaw. I have no clue. It's not. Terry Bradshaw is also incorrect. The correct answer was the quarterback for the New York football giants, Phil Sims. Oh, wow. 1987. Oh. Interesting. All right. I'll go back to miscellaneous. All right. Another miscellaneous question. And actually, this is a fun one, Brandon. Okay? So the okay. answer is going to be a certain amount of time. Okay? And you'll understand this okay. when I ask. Okay. In the PGA... How long oh, no. are golfers allotted to search for their lost golf ball? How much time are they, by Ooh, rule, allowed it... to look for their ball when, that they cannot find? How many minutes? Isn't it seven? Seven minutes? I don't know. Are you asking me or are you telling me? Well, what do you think, Ben? Seven minutes. Final answer. That is incorrect. It is not seven minutes. Seven? That feels like a very strange guess to me. Um, I'm going to go with a more... Oh, a strange sport. I'm going to go with a more round number here. And and it might be, it might be like 13. Who knows? But I'm going to say... It's a very round number that is commonly used. I'm going to say 15 minutes is my guess. Trevor, 15 minutes is incorrect. That would be a very long round if you gave somebody 15 minutes. All right, that's what I was saying. The correct yeah. answer was five minutes. Oh, you were okay. given five, five minutes, minutes, which I guess theoretically it probably doesn't happen a lot because usually they're good and they know where their ball goes. I lose my balls all the time when I golf. But, yeah, but also, um, they're on TV. The TV yeah, so the, the, the correct answer yeah, is you are allotted five minutes to look for a lost golf ball. Other than that, you got to uh, re-hit. Nice. Well, sometimes I need 15 how many minutes to look for how my How many questions balls, are we down so. to? Like four or five? Uh, let's see. We have one scoring champ left. We have one MVP left. We have one Heisman Trophy winner. We have one miscellaneous. So we got four left. Four. Four. All right. Let's finish her up. All right. I'm, Trevor, I'm going three. back to scoring champ. All right, Trevor. Last one. The year is 1986. What? <laughs> Who was the scoring champion in the year 1986? Um, I don't think I really need to think uh, <laughs> too much about this. Um, Michael Jordan. Trevor, that is incorrect. Are you serious? I am serious. What? Oh, my. You've got to be kidding. That is incorrect. I what? will say Michael Jordan won a lot in a row, but 1986 is not correct. Well, I know who it is now. I don't. Um, but I'll guess, I don't know, David Robinson maybe? David Robinson terrible is incorrect. It's Larry, Larry, oh, terrible it's, guess from the guy who gets my Jordan. It's Larry you, you Bird. You every question in this, in this category that you love. It's Larry Bird, right? Trevor, it is not Larry Bird. It's Magic Johnson. Right? <laughs> no, nah, the answer is Dominique Wilkins from the Atlantic Hawks. <laughs> I right. will say, though, right, Trevor, Michael Jordan won like the next six, so that wasn't a terrible guess. I just I'll, I'll, take, I'll, I'll take Heisman, Heisman Trophy. Okay, Brandon. The year is 2008. Who won the Heisman Trophy in 2008? Oh, that's e- that's 2008 easy. was Samuel Bradford. That is correct, Brandon. Samuel Bradford from the Oklahoma Sooners. Good job. All right. Uh, First Heisman so- Trophy winner you guys got right, by the way. Yeah, not good with Heisman Trophy I'm glad Trophy I could be on the scoreboard. Um, we got one miscellaneous left? We have one miscellaneous left, and we have one Heisman Trophy winner left. All right. Oh, and go- one Super Bowl MVP left. Okay, I'll go with miscellaneous. All right. Last miscellaneous question, Trevor. What NFL quarterback holds the record for best rookie passer rating in NFL history? What rookie had the best passer rating in NFL history? 
All right, rookie quarterback, best passer rating in NFL history. Okay. Um, I'm guessing there's a minimum games on this. Right? Yes, I would assume. I it didn't give me it, but I would assume like they this person did not this play. This is a guy who game. starts. Yes, they started. This is yes. a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I know recently there definitely would be some strong candidates. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Um, those are both two strong answers. Um, who else could it be? Uh, I'm trying to think. Who else would have, out of the gate, had a really good passer rating? You know what? Robert Griffin III might have had a really good passer rating his rookie year. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's totally wrong. But I think Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are both very good answers. I'm trying to think of other good rookie quarterbacks who, out of the gate, they just, you know, they were they were playing really well. Um you know, Baker Mayfield had a pretty good rookie year. It's not I doubt it's him, but <laughs> just shout out for Browns fans there. He had a pretty good rookie year. Um uh, he didn't even complete sixty percent of his passes, so I'm gonna be honest, he, I'll rule that one out nah, for you. He had a pretty good rookie year. It's not correct, but you he, know. He, he didn't even complete sixty percent of his passes. I still think he had a decent year, you know. But but whatever. Um let's let's see here. I don't know I'm just trying to I'm trying to help you, Trevor. I'm just ruling that one out for you. <laughs> I don't know who else it could have been. I mean I'm just trying to think of other names here, but I, I don't know if it's anyone else. I'm just going to go – I don't think you would ask the question if it was Lamar Jackson, to be honest with you, so I don't think it's him. Um, who else could it be? Um, it wouldn't have been – let's see, like – nah, it wouldn't have been – nah, that wouldn't make sense. Um, I got to just pick it. I, I got to just pick someone here. Um, best passer rating their rookie year. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say it's Patrick Mahomes. It's it's probably wrong, but I've been wrong a lot today. Trevor, that is incorrect. It is not Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, you got to think about how many games they played their rookie year. I don't. How many games did Mahomes play his rookie? I don't year? know if he played. Did he play at all? Yeah, I I only think he played a little bit. So, and that's another reason why I know it's not Lamar because Lamar only played seven or eight games or whatever it was. So I actually think I've been staying quiet because I actually think I know the answer. I think I saw this recently on Twitter. I believe it's Dak Prescott. Is that your final answer, Brandon? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think that's right. That is correct. It is Dak Prescott. Oh, let's go. Thank you, Twitter. Twitter <laughs> solves everything. All right, what do we got? Heisman Trophy winner. We got one what? Heisman Trophy winner, and we got one Super Bowl MVP left. All right, Trevor. Which one would you like? I'll, I'll take whatever you don't like. I don't care. I mean, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll take the Super Bowl All MVP, right. I guess. All right, cool. I'll take Heisman. All right, Brandon. 2015. Who won the Heisman Trophy in 2015? Derrick Henry. Let's see what Trevor's got for his question. Brandon, you're like acting like you're super confident about that one. Because <laughs> it's right. That is correct. It is It is Derrick Henry. Still to this day, I believe it should have been <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, but it's whatever. The answer is Derrick Henry. That's, that's why I know it. It's because you always that's say that. That's why I know it. That's not a hot take, Trevor. That's true. <laughs> All right, okay, Trevor. Last question. Last question. This is for you. Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl 41. Game was played in the year 2007. Who won the MVP of Super Bowl 41? Okay, Super Bowl 41, 2007. Uh, this was a game that the Patriots should have been in it, but unfortunately they were not. And, and you know, got to give credit to the man who did win this MVP in 2007 in Super Bowl 41. This was two years after Deion Branch won it in 2009. In between that, you had the Steelers win it. The year after, you had the Colts win it, and the Super Bowl MVP was Peyton Manning. Trevor, that is correct. Good way to end the trivia. Peyton Manning was the Super Bowl MVP of Super Bowl 41. All right. 
Well, so what was the final score, Trevor, of our trivia round one, I guess you could say, because, you know, we'll probably start it up again. And if we get a thousand episodes, we got some time, so yeah, we'll probably do it a couple <laughs> more times. So the you're right, final right. score was 55 to 42. Oy, a little bit of a demolishing, if you know, I gotta say so myself, but... <laughs> Alright, well, uh, of course, to both of you guys, I want to say thank you for, you know, doing these 100 episodes. Ben, even before you were on, you supported the podcast, you were there when we recorded. You've been an excellent, uh, I guess you could say, co-host to this podcast, and of course, a wonderful friend. Trevor, you've been an amazing, amazing co-host. I couldn't ask for someone better to do this with, so I appreciate both you guys. And of course, I appreciate all the listeners at home for staying along with us for 100 episodes. I know a lot of you guys who talk to me all the time about the podcast who support us, and we all really, really appreciate it. So thank you all so much. Any last comments you guys want to make before I wrap it up? No, it was a great podcast. I mean, like I said before, hope here's to 100 more. We hope to do this exactly. for as long as, uh, who knows, maybe f- until one of us. Do- no, I'm just kidding. Well, we'll see. You know, it's it's fun uh, to do. Hopefully, you know, for, for that 200th episode, we can make it even more special, maybe a live podcast. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll like... Uh, let's do it on my live stream yeah good on your live stream but it, it's been it's been really fun yeah and here's what yeah. i'll say i mean obviously we're all three of us are extremely thankful to anyone that has been listening yes um if you jumped on episode one you jumped on episode 100 we're extremely thankful um that you take your time out of your your busy day time is the most valuable thing that you have so thank you so much for giving us your time um and allowing us to to rant about whatever we're feeling in sports that day so um yeah all the, all the times I... thank you all the times I, I crap on Ben or Michigan State, all the time Trevor uh, says Dwayne Wade's the best player of all time. We appreciate all you guys staying for those I don't moments. Know that, but, um, <laughs> but with that being said, thank you all so much for listening to episode 100. Hopefully you enjoyed our our little segment we did. We will start back up with randomly ranked and small talk trivia eventually. It might not be right away, but we will go back uh, at some point in time. Of course, uh, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're on. It really does help us out a lot. Leave that five star review if you really enjoyed it. Uh, follow us on Twitter. The link is in the description. It's at the small baller. Um, or, of course, just go hit that link. Um, and, of course, subscribe to our other podcasts on our podcast network. We really, really appreciate all the support there, too. But with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Go Falcons.